Welcome to Conversation Matters episode 4 with me, your host, Jerry Lynch. Today's very special guest is 2010 Senior Football All-Ireland winner and current Cork Senior Footballer, Kieran Sheehan. Firstly, Kieran, I just want to thank you very much for, for taking the time to join me this evening. Um, this will be episode 4 of the podcast and one that I've been uh, very much looking forward to. So thanks very much and welcome. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Kieran, I was thinking, why don't we pick it up maybe... Uh, bring you back a couple of years to our CIT days, given that that's probably where we crossed paths. Uh, maybe not bang on first time, but certainly kind of initially and got to know each other um, properly while we were studying over in CIT. And the first kind of question I wanted to put to you, Kieran, was the kind of concept of, of juggling kind of full-time studying um, in CIT with CIT GA commitments and the course then with your inter-county uh, GA commitments and all the extra demands that that would, that would bring as well. Yeah, um, I suppose firstly, thanks, Troy, for having me on. Um, it's great to catch up again. Uh, Absolutely. It's, it's been a while. Um, look, I suppose, yeah, uh, going back to the college, it seems like a long time ago now. Um, we uh, we had some good times. Um, <laughs> but I suppose, look, uh, initially, I suppose the, the, the unknown idea of going to college, um, I, was, I was probably playing um, a lot of sport at the time, at the age of 18. Um, and then you go into college, and all of a sudden you have another team to play with them at CIT. Absolutely. Um, but it was uh, it was certainly a challenge. Um, looking back on it, I suppose it's 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 a bit of a funny one because you've so much going on in your life that you don't really stop and think about it being a challenge. It's more about you know getting to the next one, getting to the next one, getting to the next one, and just okay. just dealing with it. Um, but now that I look back and reflect on it, now I suppose you can say that. You know, there was a lot of things going on in my life. Um, I didn't have as many priorities as I would have had now. Um, but it was certainly a challenge. I think the, the GPA at the time were certainly a, a massive help. Um, the college itself, you know, the likes of Keith Rick and even yeah. the lecturers we had at the time, you know, ourselves between Noel Collins and Con Burns and, you know, John Deneen and th- these people who were, who were very helpful, you know, very in terms supportive, of like, very yeah, supportive yeah. that way. Um, yeah. And they always understood, you know, the, the commitments we had, you know, away from college as well in terms of training and that. So certainly a challenge, um, but um, I think it was one that we, we kind of got the balance right at the time. I suppose demands of, of GA wasn't as, as full on as it is today so um but um yeah certainly enjoyed enjoyed every bit of it but um when i look back and it was probably probably something that i didn't really think about but it certainly was a lot going on in my life at the time certainly was yeah absolutely and i suppose the rest of us in, in your class around you plenty slagging and and you know the rest of it but probably as much as you were aware of a, of all your demands and your your busy timetable or us classmates around you probably took took it totally for granted do you know, Kieran's missing Tuesday night out, or, or you know, grand, you are who you are, and you have demands. But like, there's probably a whole lot more going on, like meetings and media um, bits and pieces and all that. That we it didn't enter our head at all. You know what I mean? Like to us, as your friends and your classmates, um, that like that was our that was our demand and that was our timetable like the, the social side of it yeah, and yeah, like the deadline yeah. for the project yeah. I'd say it was very easy for some of us to totally take it for granted that you had, you had to juggle so much more and I'd say you with Aidan Walsh was with us yeah, and yeah, yeah. Daniel's involved with Waterford as well um, but it's, it's interesting to know that that like you kind of were aware of them the two things that are very interesting from your, your first um, answer there is that you were very much aware of them yeah. to a degree I suppose and secondly that the support system yeah. that's huge like, because um, that's literally where I was going to go next is that like was there was there adequate support um, and and whether your answer is yes or no 
you know, is it has it improved or does it continue to improve? Yeah, look, I suppose the funny thing here is that, look, Jerry, I suppose you were, you were uh, a good student there in terms of the passing. When I look back, I'd, I'd stay away from Aidan Walsh and, and Stephen Dennis. Yeah, yeah, I have to buy this plan there now. I'll have to get them on next week there just to have them. When, when it came to projects, I'd go straight for you and uh, yeah, try to make up with you for a project. Yourself. I don't know if that was or not. <laughs> we got um, there, though. We got there. Yeah, we did get there, yeah. Um, no, look, uh, you're right. Um, I think the support network... Um, I've been very fortunate with the people I've met along the way. Um, like even when I go back to under sixteen, right? And this is stretching it now, but this is stretching the memory. But um, I had a Keith Rickon was our Cork under sixteen coach, um, and as people would know, Keith's a, a prominent figure in, in CIT, um, and he was always a strong mentor for me as well. Um, and he always pointed me in the right direction. And I suppose, look, in terms of, of people I needed to chat to in CIT. He was the man I'd go to um, and put me in the right direction. Um, and it certainly was um, um, a huge influence on me, both from, we'd say, a study point of view, from a, a non-field point of view, but from a holistic, personal point of view as well. Um, it was a huge help. And I, I probably one of my better a- assets is I, I didn't have any issue leaning on, on people like that when I, when I did great. need it. Um, great. Now, I suppose, uh, as time went on, and we'd probably get to that later on, I kind of probably went away from that a bit, but um that was certainly a big help for me in, in in college and look we we sacrificed a bit in terms of missing the college parties things like that because they were always a great time like the ones we could go to um but in in terms of the, the banter and everything that was going on in class it was always good fun like you know the, the course that we did and that was kind of kind of a great part of, of of being around at that time was uh, we had a we had a great uh, i suppose people involved at the time and um, I look back on fond memories. Probably didn't get the the time I would have liked. Um, yeah. Out out and about, but um, certainly it was uh, a time that we we put a lot of effort into. And look, we um, I'd like to think we got some success out of it anyway. Um, but from the college point of view, um, we got through that as well. Which is the boat. Was yeah, a great yeah, part yeah. of it as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. Aiming for the pass mark was it? Was it <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It was always exactly. the goal. And just to pick up there, uh, Kieran, I love what you said there about the idea that that. Um, so you'd, you'd totally agree and, and um, kind of promote the college in terms of the the kind of levels of support that were available mm-hmm. to you. But for anyone listening today, the, the ability and the, well, I don't know the right term, but kind of the f- um, giving yourself the freedom to lean on it and to actually reach out, like it's, it's 2020, there are serious pressures and stresses and, and you know, the whole lot going on in, in society today. Would you think that's, would you think that's a real issue for students and, and adolescents and older people today that we're aware that there, there are options there and there's plenty of support there or, or some forms of support but be it be it a kind of a, an Irish thing or a human trait um, it's there's uh, there's another issue in terms of actually um, reaching out yeah. and asking for help and as I say I, I might be stuck for a word here but but yeah. just giving yourself the confidence to do that and, and not to be shameful of it or you know not to be worried about it anxious about it like like these emotions come with with reaching out yeah between yeah. any two people yeah uh, but it's fantastic what you said about about and i wonder did it add to your success and enjoyment mm. in college that that you as you said you would know about her to actually take that leap and take that step you know? yeah I think look I, I was probably lucky that um, in the environment as I said touched on there before in terms of, of the college environment we always you know balanced our kind of study and, and what we needed to do or our exams and things like that with 
enjoyment and being able to go into college looking forward to it in many ways. Um, and I also had the environment where you had the, the dressing room banter, you had the on-field banter. So, so I had exposure to those kind of environments, whereas I think people of today, it, it, I think it's an awful lot easier to be an introvert um, in today's society between social media and everything where you can, you know, if you're looking for, you know, a compliment or you're looking for something to give you a bit of a boost or um, you, you, you can turn to your phone and, and go on social media and scroll through with sure. certain, you know, a couple of things and like a certain couple of things or check if you've been, your post has been liked. So I think it, it's, it's an awful lot easier to be an introvert um, in probably today's society, but um, I suppose that, the thing that I, I did, and I, I mentioned it there about leaning on, on people, you surround yourself with, with great people. And, totally people yeah. and I think lean on them people, because um, they will lean on you as well. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And you have to be kind of able to do that as well. So it, I, I couldn't stress more the importance of, you know, being a little bit extroverted in terms of, you know, going to someone, having a chat to someone, mm. or going to a group of two or three people and having a chat to them, asking for their opinion on something if you're struggling with anything, because um, it'll, it'll put you in good stead going forward. Um, and I think I, we kind of had a chat, you know, away from this just beforehand, and we kind of mentioned about, you know, um, the impact that, you know, um, uh, you have, you know, from a, from a, sorry, away from, um, everyone else where you can you can have your conversations and you can kind of be someone else but yeah. then when you're back in the thick of it that's where you kind of that's where you need to relish it and kind of Absolutely. move forward so uh, look as I said I don't want to probably dwell on it too much but I can't stress enough the importance of leaning on family friends coaches mentors anyone you can surround yourself with that you think can have a positive impact on your life do it because life's too short to be to Absolutely. be um, thinking negatively about, about anything going on in your life. Absolutely, so. very well said. And just before we move on from um, kind of CIT life and get stuck into the, the rest of the topics here on, on some of the show notes, um, one that I always wanted to ask maybe yourself or the lads, and again, maybe the opportunity just didn't show or, or yeah, didn't show itself. Um, I'm, I'm sure you're aware, and it, it goes on with every fresher team and, and every new set of first years through to college, you know, this idea that they'll be, inverted commas, looked after, um, be it through college or post-college with jobs and, and into their later lives. Um, I wonder what your take is on it. Is it, is it insulting? Is it true? Is it partly true? Or is it is it very much unfair? You know, is it... Is it uh, is it is it um is it unfair to suggest that you can't get by on your own kind of education, your own yeah. morals and everything else? You yeah, know? yeah, absolutely. I, you hear it, you hear it often enough. Like it's it's um, common words. It's out there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, um, I don't think it any any player or man of your own profile yeah. or lesser or more would disagree. That I think that's yeah, fair absolutely. to say that it's fact. It's, it's out there, and there's there's no doubt about you it. Know. You know, even even classmates to a certain extent might think you know, okay, he's you know he's he's able to get away with a little more than some yeah, else. But, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I suppose the the big thing when I hear something like that is, and again I touched on it before, was that you have the support of people that have an understanding of the position you're in. Um, it's never a case of you know those those people are there to push you as well in terms of learning in terms of what you want to get because you know they're passionate about about that third level education so they want you to be an educated person as well as a you know an athlete or anything else because there's a lot more to life outside of sport you know um sport takes up a small part of your life if you think about it um you know 
once you retire or once you finish or once you, you sometimes have to retire premature, prematurely um, you have your whole life ahead of you so yeah. you know in terms of in terms of the the people again that I was surrounded by the lecturers the coaches it was never a case of no we'll give you an extra hand here because you're doing this it, it was more a case of okay let's have a conversation let's fit this in because we have to and you need to get this exam right, you need okay. to pass this exam so okay let's manage your time a bit more efficiently a bit more effectively as opposed to going no you you can you can miss this exam or you can right, you know okay, it, yeah. it was never a case of that um and it was a whole new side of pressure for me as well um it was always for me it was always because sport was always the, the number one for me when i got to college then you really start to think about your career post yeah, that naturally uh, enough, outside, outside yeah. of sport and everything and uh it, it certainly tested me from a from an education point of view um, and that needed to happen at a time that was it was important in my life um and again was very lucky with the people i met and the people i had around me brilliant yeah so even just to, to wrap up that topic before we move on your support systems you're obviously very grateful to that that's absolutely that's huge, huge. Like, yeah yeah that's yeah. massive yeah and uh well i mean would you imagine with with different people different classmates myself included different lecturers different coaches i mean my point is kind of i'm big on i'm, I'm very big on, on gratitude and, mm. and and everything that comes with it like would your career have panned out differently uh, do you put uh, do you put some of your success and and a bit cheesy now but the path you've laid down to to, to those that CIT yeah. influence like 100%, experience. 100% 100% that's my um, class. and I, I I'd never underestimate any time I think about that I think about you know memories from back then you know you think about certain times where you were kind of pushed your limits in terms of, of you know probably due, due to my own doing of like spending extra hours in the library or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. but like you look back on it and you think they put me in a really good position to progress myself you know in terms of my own career outside of sport and and, and to, I guess to take a hold of it yourself yeah yeah absolutely later life, yeah like. they gave me that that, that that ownership or that yeah, guidance yeah, yeah. to actually take it on yourself or accountability to yourself absolutely hugely, important. hugely grateful for the time I spent in CIT but again I'm very much a people person and I always come back to it but very grateful for the people that I was surrounded by both as I said classmates lecturers everyone within the college but then outside of the college at that time as well you know so oh, excellent that's amazing yeah well, well said um Kieran what I want to direct your brains at next is is around injury um that's a good one yeah <laughs> this could be a long one yeah, yeah, yeah. um and I'm sure anyone following that knows you are following your career will know you had your fair share of it and, yeah. and plenty of battles with it along, along your career the angle I want to take today is, is the mindset battle as well as the physical mm-hmm. battle but with a little bit of emphasis on the, on the mindset and and off the cuff does like if I said which is worse or does one strike you as a far tougher battle than the other yeah absolutely um, certainly I didn't find this out till probably two years into my career over in Australia and that was the, the mental battle. The physical battle was always ongoing um, in terms of injuries and things like that but I definitely took the mental battle for granted um, until I started hitting a, a wall um, in terms of injuries. Um, okay. So look, I, I suppose that the mental battle for me um, is definitely the, the tougher of the two. Don't get me wrong. The, the physical one is, is is certainly one you can kind of work through, but you always have a timeline 
with the physical side of things. So, you know, you pick up an injury, I had a few hip operations, but when I have a hip operation, I know that I'm gonna be back at this time. Yeah. So that's that's the way I was looking in terms of rehab. This is my program, this is how I'm gonna get there. So that was my physical battle, but I knew where the start was, I knew where the finish was. Um, with the mental battle, it, it goes, it you go up and down through that period. You have the highs and the lows, but then there's, there's an extra window, I suppose you could okay. call it, after that time, and that can go on for the foreseeable future that can affect you even when you're back training or back playing which i think was the part that i really struggled with when you get injured all that time off you start to have doubts you start to question a couple of things will i get back will i get back to the way i was previously so so that was certainly a challenge um and yeah definitely you know you, it, there's a sense of isolation there's a sense of you know um what am i doing here i'm I, there's a couple of times where i was sitting in a, a rehab room and i was thinking you know you have that moment where you're sitting in you're, you're in Melbourne, you're in Australia, you're in the world. You know what am I doing here? And then you start to think about all the stuff back home, and that was the challenge. That was a huge challenge. Um, but again, I, I was I was very lucky, very very lucky with like my wife Amy, who was who was there throughout the whole thing. Um, she's definitely uh, she should have a nursing qualification at this point <laughs> in terms of from a mental side of things and also Excellent. physical side of things. But um, she was she was there every step of the way. I, I, I leaned on certain people within the club and stuff as well, um, who who helped me through it. So certainly that was the biggest challenge because I had no previous dealings with it because I always felt like there was a way back where there was a time over in Australia where I hit a wall and felt like you know this could be it. Um, so right, was, okay definitely a challenge and and to be fair i would have i would have assumed thankfully not having much experience of it myself that that the mindset one would have been your answer to the initial question yeah. and just to pick it up there the two ideas or the two the two bits that sprung to mind as soon as you had mentioned it is you were mentioned you mentioned an injury there and we could timeline it and we knew the rehab because so many more have gone before you it's it's a set program and we yeah. know the timeline. That's why we have that information because you're not the first. You won't yeah, be the last absolutely. for any physical. That's we know that. So the idea, of course, is that each individual mind is so completely different. That's where we, that's where you're completely unique in the same way Jerry Lynch is unique if he gets yeah. injured because what's going on upstairs? Like that's that's where it's completely unique injury. Uh, and so what I want to add to that, Kieran, is as I say, we're putting a big focus here on the mental side of injury. And although we can we can timeline it and we can get all the treatment we need because we're we're not the first and we're not the last to go through this, was there a support system for the for the mentality and and the mindset connection to injury? Like we can go to physio, we can get our, our rehab work, we can rest and we can ice and we can cool and we can do all these bits. We know it all, but because your every single one of us is completely unique with a mindset approach to injury, was there support there in that sense? Yeah, definitely. Um, look. Uh, being involved in, in a professional setup like that, that's that's a big benefit of it. There is a lot of resourcing goes into the, the coaching side of things, but also the, the, the personal development side of things. Um, there's we had two, two psychologists, sports psychologists. We had you know we had player development managers um, that we could go to, and I certainly probably didn't utilize them enough. And, and again, it came back to what I mentioned before about leaning on people. I, I definitely didn't lean on them enough uh, in my time over there. I, I, think I, hit, I, I think I hit a bit of a wall and that was something I had to mentally push through myself, which looking back in hindsight is a great thing. 
was the wrong decision to make. And and as I said, as as you sit and reflect on all these things about you know time in CIT, they talk about how important it was for leaning on people, and then I'm sound like a bit contradicting myself no, in okay. terms of when you hit a wall. Um, when I hit a wall myself, I went very introverted, introverted um, intrinsic, yeah, yeah. and uh, and definitely it was it was it was it was a tough period where I eventually did get through, but certainly the the resources are there to be utilised. Um, it's just as you said, every individual is different. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I think I think the resources there. It's just a matter of kind of putting yourself out there and and, and using it, you know. And just on the resources, then Kieran. What you initially said in your answer was that because it's a because we're talking about professional established team and, and, and business and, mm. and company as such mm. is from your own knowledge and, and obviously your knowledge and experience will be far greater than mine in, in, in GA circles and, and sport in general. Is it something that's missing if we drag it back down to school teams, underage teams, minor teams? That's my point, is that the physical injury is exactly the same. Mm. But they're worlds apart in terms of profile and my question is, are they worlds apart in terms of support? Yeah, I don't think I've been home long enough to actually to, to, to yeah, really kind of, but I, I see exactly what you're saying. I think as much resourcing should be going into that side of it as the physical side of it. Absolutely, uh, I, I'm, I'm really big on that. And particularly from, from an underage, you know, you know, started early and just so that because we mentioned it before people have so many things going on in their lives now between social media and everything it, it's really hard to predict how someone's feeling how you approach somebody how you you know have a chat with someone it comes back to how personal are you can you go to that person do you feel comfortable talking to that person Absolutely. and i think that can that can certainly improve performance so it does it's not just about you know you know um, physically going to the gym or physically doing extra running or whatever yeah how can you improve performance from psychological the psychological yeah. I think that that can improve your performance by a lot big time yeah, yeah that's interesting because it, it very much ties into my own line of work currently then mm. what you've just mentioned for me is that's real coaching like you know yeah. for me nine out of ten maybe ten out of ten can go out and, and run the drills and the six v sixes and the ten v tens and so on and the rest of it but like us here with my own business it's we I talk a lot about rapport and relationship like mm-hmm. with me and my clients and there's only one of them like we're strictly one one on one yeah. so there's no hiding places like and like we've had plenty of clients who've signed up to PT but but PT isn't the main reason they're here whatsoever it's it's it could be a social thing or more so it's it's to reach out to someone yeah you see PT can work very nicely as a as a disguise yeah because you're stuck in the, you know, it's, it's absolutely, yeah. It's been, yeah, yeah. you know, it's linked to counselling and all that. But I just like what you mentioned there. It was a brilliant answer in that. Um, it just struck with me that that that's what real coaching is, and then from to hear from your own experience or someone in your own situation that that actually goes on to lead to, yeah, better performance and, and possibly better grades in college and and and, and only positivity. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's vitally important. And the, and the, one more. And this Kieran that I yeah. wanted to run by you just to, to pick out from what you said in that you said hindsight was a great thing and as you were speaking I was thinking were you home and all either in Melbourne or home back in Erog a long time when you said or when when it hit you and when you realised they were at my beck and call there you know or, or did you know and 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 decide not to reach out and, and not to um, take full advantage of what was on offer to you at the time or 
given that you said hindsight were, were mm. you long home and you said Jesus that was blatantly obvious I, I really should have went to him once a week for a chat yeah you know what yeah. I mean it was it was probably about six months after I was delisted so right. it was probably the mid 2018 I was delisted in October 2017 probably yeah mid 2018 where I kind of said you know you start to look on look back on you know areas you could improve you could have done better things that you might you know change if you had your time over again and that's where I kind of sat down and reflected and kind of planned out you know how I would have done it all over again right okay um and I certainly believe that if I had my time over again utilizing that kind of resourcing I'd be all over it really um, I just yeah absolutely um now in, in my time there there was a lot of change in the club so we had three different senior coaches, which meant a whole, whole lot of new staff and everything yeah, as well. Yeah, so yeah. there was a lot of change. So there was a lot going on as well. So it was hard to get consistency with it. But if I had my time over, I'd certainly lean on a few more people uh, over there because we probably talk about it a bit later, but you get that separation feeling of home is home. From home comforts. Everyone's there. Everyone's there. So I'm out here in Australia. I need to handle this myself. Um, right, and that yeah. was the wrong the wrong mindset completely wrong like, looking back yeah. that's quite likely to just also be a more mature mindset today as you're sitting yeah. next to me like, yeah absolutely you know, absolutely and it's it's, like, it's a lot easier to say it now but my advice for any 18, 19, 20 year old that does go and pursue the, the AFL route I think it's it's hugely important that you are open about it you are kind of willing to kind of be adapting to the new culture over there every kind of facet like that you know that you're kind of completely open to it you know excellent it's brilliant advice well said um and kieran as you mentioned on, on the injuries and and towards the end of your your career in australia and and linked in with, with with the buzzword hindsight that we've mentioned here a few times do you ever feel in in those moments of reflection that injuries and the injuries throughout your career did it cost you success did it did you did they cost you a different life from um, your current life <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or alternatively is it a case of it of, of, you know is it a sticky a sticky topic is it is it one that you may not that you purposely may not delve into because some people don't like the what if conversation and and, and they just don't like what what you know that this kind of what if if you keep asking yeah. what if what if what if do you end up you know in kind of a negative yeah mindset or, yeah. or are are you are you happy to to think about that in your own time when you're on your own and and just see where it brings you or do, is it a case where you just you what's done is done what happened what happened you couldn't change it and and I'd rather not delve down that yeah that, that, that. yeah I'm I'm, I'm I'm a firm believer that you need to put these things to bed okay um, that answers that <laughs> yeah yeah um, as you said like. In terms of did it impact me having more success, probably, but there's a number of different things as well. It wasn't so I can I I never want to be that guy that was the guy that you know was injured all the time. He didn't make it because of injury. Um, that's not the way <clears throat> I kind of want to be looked at, particularly from my peers that were in the club at the time, because like we went through a, a series of like you know um, team building exercises where we talked about you know the best traits of of each other and nice, we kind right, of read okay. each other on, on, our, on our traits and and how how can we get better at these or what what are we missing that could you know improve our performance and and we did it a couple of years and i remember the one that kept coming up for me the word that kept coming up for me and 
and it's a word that's probably thrown around a fair bit now as well and it's almost got to a point now where I, I, I hate the word um, <laughs> is resilience alright oh, um, okay so I, I was known as the Irishman basically who was resilient who you know got injured but always came back and always you know to be honest at the start I was like yeah look that's that's a tra- that's a good trade. Yeah, you know, yeah. I can I can use that. And and accurate maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> At the time, yeah, maybe yeah. yeah. Um, and I but uh, <laughs> I got to a point where I was hearing it an awful lot. Um, and again, it was it was my own fault that I kind of just got too obsessed with you know I, I need to be better here. How can I get away from this word word? Um, and I, I I worked on that. Um, and you know you kind of just you force your way to kind of be a bit more aggressive at training or, um, you know, be a bit more of a leader, you know, out in the pitch, um, in the gym, all that kind of stuff. And yeah. it, it did, do, it, the wheel did start to turn a bit then, and which was great, but it's one of those things that you're kind of, you just sometimes, and again, you, I look back and reflect and injury was a part of me not being successful, but I cannot solely blame injury as the reason I was. There was a number of things that happened in terms of my own performance. There was times, like anyone that you know plays sport, you know, there's times where you don't play well at, at crucial times, and and that impacts you know how people view you. And there was a number of different things where I that I didn't perform well at, um, and that's just the reality of it. And uh, it it didn't come together at the, at the right time for me. And and lucky enough, as I touched on before, like uh, I've certainly put it to bed. It was an amazing experience. It was. You know, it, it tested the boundaries from a physical, mental, just overall personal point of view, and I always say say it like there's, there's I actually heard it. It was a uh, Liam Sheedy. I was at a, a conference la- a couple of weeks ago, and Liam Sheedy mentioned it about you never lose, you learn. So in terms of you know, most of your growth comes from times when you make a mistake or you you know you're struggling. It's how you come out the other side of it, and that's where the growth, real growth, comes from, as opposed to you know just going along nicely everything's cruising you know there's nothing but it's it's real growth comes from when you know things don't work out the way you want them to work out um, and it certainly did for me from a personal point of view on that whole experience so it's 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 one of those ones that you know get comfortable being uncomfortable you know that's absolutely that's the, you yeah know. well said yeah and i know and a very similar message to shidi is um coach kavanagh kind of mcgregor's coach yeah. his, his book is what is it you either win you either win or you learn one yeah, or yeah, yeah he's yeah, no yeah. time for even the phrase kind of losing like yeah yeah, so yeah every loss yeah. has so much positivity attached to it you know yeah. what i mean yeah um which i think even in my own day-to-day work here like i say uh, we'll be open three years in may but like i'm still i learned something it's a bit cheesy you know but uh, it's genuine enough that yeah. Like I learn something every single day. Like mm. of it could like from Monday to Tuesday, it could be worlds apart in terms of what I learn. But customer service, banking, it could you know there's a hundred and one different factors to running a business. Like I learn some some experience along the way. Absolutely. Yeah. How to answer the phone. It could be anything at all. Yeah, like, yeah. like that, yeah. I did better today than yesterday or than last week. So like every single day, and like so to loop it all in there quite nicely be- between Sheedy and Kevin is messages like it's a fantastic mantra to kind of take on into your own life and that like the win is fantastic but let's pick a positive out of the what's supposedly the negative you know what i mean like every negative carries some sort of a positive like yeah and i assume that must have been like kind of current to you through those injuries and through the through your career and stuff but it's very interesting as i say to me to listen to you about being so content to park it like and and i wondered then 
when you're parking it and, and getting married, congratulations again, <laughs> Thank you. Recent in recent times and moving yeah. home and, and back to family and friends and, and yeah. everything that's nice that comes with that. Mm. Does parking it mean you don't really bring back the positive memories either, the great times? Is parking it, parking every part of it? No, absolutely not. You can, um, you, you, you can pull back all, all the, the positive memories. 100%. Memory. What I mean by parking it is 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 being um, comfortable with how my career went. Um, okay. Um, in terms of, of, I'll be dipping into that experience for the rest of my life. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In terms of, of the good and the bad, because as you said, the bad will actually remind me of what not to do. Yeah, of course. Um, and there's your positive. And there's your positive straight yeah. away. So Excellent. definitely not, definitely not leaving it there. Um, it's something I'll, I'll, it's in the bank now, um, and yeah. it's something you know you can kind of go to. Um, should you need it? Right? Should I need it at any stage? You know. Excellent. Well done. Melbourne. Tell me about Melbourne. I've never been. Never been to Australia. Um, did you like? Did you enjoy uh, playing there? It's an amazing city. Australia in general is just an amazing country. Did, did you um, get a chance to travel around? Did a lot of traveling. Oh, around. good man. Yeah, nice. which was amazing. The two years, the two years after my career finished um, with Carlton. I had the unique opportunity of, of staying there and living there and living the life of I wasn't actually an Australian citizen but living yeah, the life of an Australian local citizen. Member yeah, yeah, person, absolutely. Yeah. Um and it was brilliant. Um, you know, I had your your nine to five Monday to Friday, but then you go for your beers on a Friday evening, which was something that I, I never had. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and just really love Melbourne, the culture, the food, the coffee, nice. the events that go on there all the time. We got to the Grand Prix, the tennis, the you know, they just do all these kind of events really, really well. Attended an AFL grand final, which was an amazing experience. Um, couldn't recommend it high enough if anyone if anyone does get the opportunity to do it. And yeah, look, it was it, like the beach life, everything like Melbourne as such isn't as beachy as people might think, you know, over here okay. it's more the West Coast and further up the East Coast as well. But but as I said, we did a lot of traveling. We went to, you know, Sydney, to Brisbane, to, to Gold Coast. We went to um, Adelaide, we went to WA, Perth, Fremantle, all these places. And we just felt really fortunate to be able to experience all that together, myself and Amy. And right. we, it was just an amazing experience. I, couldn't recommend it high enough to anyone. Um, we'll certainly go back, hopefully for an extended period. You know, even if it's a month or so, just to catch up Touch with our network and everyone yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And um, we've made lifelong friends as well. Like so, which is a credit um, to yourselves as much as yeah. Look, look, it was it, we met. We we got very close. We had a group of friends over there that were from Cork as well, and we got very close to those guys. Um, and I, it's it's funny when you're out of your your normal environment, how close you get to. A yeah, group of people away from latching on. Yeah, the yeah. Happens absolutely, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, and certainly um, friends for life. You know, yeah, so. I, I, th- I think the Irish are quite good at that. Like, excellent, you know, excellent. Even two lads there show two points down and they'll get tapped. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, and, and, and yeah. friendship is born. Then you know, which is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, and I just wanted to pick up there, Kieran, when you said uh, your couple of beers at the weekend. It remind it reminded me to ask you this. Um, as you said, you, you wouldn't have been used to that at all call it a silly question but but I'm unsure but did you do you land into as uh, signed up professional player no such thing as Friday beers like yeah have, have you signed seal delivered ever before you come off the plane like? yeah so we had um, my route to AFL was a bit of a funny one because I am um, I initially got I, I got a phone call when I was 16 years of age um, and it was after a minor game we played down in Killarney and there was there was a, a scout at it 
um, like this is the last thing that would be on their mind. You know? yeah. I got a phone call a week later, and I, I dead set thought it was a prank call. Like there was this Aussie accent on yeah, the phone. And I was yeah, like, yeah, that's He's putting my leg here. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, and then he wanted to meet with my mum, and we met with with him. He was a scout for Carlton, and I was, again, I was sixteen years of age at the time, and I remember just thinking, "This is crazy stuff." Like, I, like, I can't imagine myself still in school and everything. Still in school, and I ended up going over myself and Zach Tui, who's had an unbelievable career over there for Geelong. Um, he's from Leash, and we uh, we went over together. We did a four week trial. We both ended up signing a contract, and we were set to go back. <clears throat> this is back in two thousand and two thousand and nine. Okay. And uh, we were both set to go back, and. Um, I ended up getting a bit homesick, to be honest with you. Right, um, okay, that's interesting, yeah. Yeah, um, it was just me and my mum at home at the time. Okay. Um, it was a single parent, and we were obviously very, very close, and found course, it difficult yeah, to kind of yeah. being away for even for that four weeks. And I ended up staying at home, and lucky enough, even with Cork and everything, I ended up getting an order. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny how life works. Like, I, I was, that was a good decision. I got, uh, well, it's not apparently it was, but... Yeah, yeah. And then I kind of, again, parked it as such. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, resilient, yeah, resilient. <laughs> Very good. Continued on playing with Cork and and, and was loving life. And, good. Um, played the international rules then in 2013. Um, so this is four years on. Got a call after it, and um, again, like got on quite well playing the international rules, and then got a call, um, same guy saying, you know, would you be interested? And I just went. I was like, look, this is the second bite of the cherry here. That doesn't happen too often, so jumped at it and, and, and the rest was history the rest and is just, just incredible yeah. I, I imagine there's a uh, when the curtains are shut and the door is locked there's, there's a possibly emotional conversation with mum yeah a, after that decision is made or, or during before during and after maybe. yeah absolutely um, yeah that was it was, it was a tough one. even the first time my mum amazing amazing woman like she she was willing to say you know off you go <laughs> You know, because like this is an opportunity to play professionally, and this is this is her. I was set to go over when I was eighteen or seventeen, turning eighteen, and she was you know willing to. She came over with me for a, a period of time as well, and she was like you know it's a great environment. She had to do her her check in, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Pass um, the mummy test, exactly, yeah, yeah test, exactly. Yeah, test, yeah. <laughs> but uh, and she she's left it all in my in my hands, like you know, said you know this is your decision. I'm not gonna you know. Don't get me wrong. She she said to me after when I came home that she, she was very sad to see me go, yeah, and she's course, delighted that I'm back. But of course, um, that's nice. And I guess the second time around, then I, I was as I said before, like I, I my now wife Amy, um, who came out with me, um, and I think that gave my mum an awful lot of kind of comfort as well. And security, and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and as I said, Amy's you know an amazing person. She's just and I said been with me all the way through it. So to have her with me on the journey was kind of extra special then as well. Lovely, well said, yeah. It's very much about um, what's occurred is a common team here of support system, right? Yeah. Throughout the conversation, it keeps you know, we're on to yeah. topic three or four and it keeps coming back, with you, which is nice, you know, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Kieran, on, on life in Melbourne, I wanted to pull up this quote, um, if you don't mind, from, mm-hmm. a, from a, a recent interview I did. Yeah. Um, and you once said, in context, but I think the pull of home and family and friends always outweighed that. Does this come from the moment when you're stuck on the sidelines thinking about family and friends at home or is it similar to lots of our other friends who, who went over in different circumstances to make a living for themselves and, and just missed home or 
do you remember does this quote come from from that moment of, of uncertainty and and homesickness or is it hmm. Kieran and Amy have their time done and, and, and we're more than happy to get home now is it is it a, did it come from a negative area or, or far more positive and, and we're buzzing to get home do you do you remember uh, I think we when we went out initially I think our, our idea as I'd, I'd imagine a lot of Irish people go out their idea is to eventually come home we went out with that mindset for sure but as the years went on we enjoyed Melbourne more and more um, and it got to a point and and this is no word but it got to a point where we said look are we going to stay this this could be it for us this is this is an amazing life and we had we had everything we kind of kind of never thought we'd have um, when we we initially got over but we had a really really great life out there and I, I guess the timing around the family thing was was high up in our values, both of our values, family and friends, is is, is number one. It's tough, um, yeah. And I guess we get, got to a time in our life as well where we got married in at the end of 2018 and we were going back to work after the honeymoon. We were going back to work and we got back into work and we got back into the swing of things. But probably a couple of weeks in, we kind of said, all right, we, we need to make a decision here whether you know we're in this for the long haul. Um, and is this back into work? Back in Melbourne. In Melbourne. So when we went back to Melbourne after a wedding, yeah, we, right, had, okay. we were still going. That, Melbourne was our home at that time. Okay. Um, and we went back out there, and uh, we 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 decided we needed to make a decision. Um, and I guess you, you start to think about you know potentially your own family or potentially having your own family or Absolutely, potentially you know yeah. owning your own house and things like that. And don't get me wrong, Australia is an, an amazing place to do that, but. Um, I suppose in terms of our own careers, where we were at, we thought it was now was the time to do it if we were going to do it in terms of growing our career and having our legs back back on the ground in Ireland as opposed to work away in Australia and then making a decision, you know, seven, eight years down the line and then you're coming back with a, a little bit more loss, like in terms yeah, of, of what you want to do. Um, so that, that was kind of, the, the family was a huge pull um, and friends, of course, were, were was a massive pull for us. And, but again... <laughs> I, I won't lie to you and say we weren't tempted to stay in Melbourne stay because of the lifestyle we had. Very but, honest. Um, but it was, uh, it's, 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 it's great. It's, it's very special to be back home and be your own family and friends again. Yeah. Excellent. Very well said. So let me put this to you. You land home 2019 for good. Yep. Having been home to get married. Yes. You were back out and we're back in 19 now. Yeah. yeah. So you, you travel home, whatever month of hours it takes, and you wake up the next morning out home in your mother who's in there all what's going through your head in one word no I'm only joking what's <laughs> going through your head <laughs> um, I think it was uh, or, or, or is is nothing going through your head are you just taking it in are you, you've met you're rekindled with mum and hmm. is all that thought process done or is there a this isn't Melbourne yeah, yeah. Not we, necessarily regret, but just just looking around, this is Airwalk, which is a far cry from yeah, from yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly, certainly that happened. Um, we we took a bit of a detour on our way back from Melbourne and did a nice little trip. Um, we went to America and we did we went to Amy's brother who's in who's in Texas, um, and we met with their we stayed with their family for for a period of time and. And then we went to a friend's wedding then in Portugal before we got back to Cork. Very so good. we tried to cushion that blow of no sunshine first yeah, before yeah. we as long as came you could, back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I suppose, look, uh, I, I guess I went straight back into Aerog and training. It's funny, it's one of those things that you get back for, when you're away for a long period of time, you get back, there's this period of probably two or three months where it feels like an extended holiday still mm-hmm. that you're potentially going back again. So probably didn't really kind of, 
hit home probably till probably after Christmas because we were two months and then usually we were home for Christmas so we still get that feeling of I just that, visiting that, home yeah um, I understand but it was probably mid-January when I think a lot of people go through a tough time yeah, in January, January blues <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. but we kind of uh, hit home a bit alright but everything there have been so much going on since we got home Aero Grinner County final you know I was, I was part of that straight away and it was great it was a really big help to kind of be involved in something straight away and then you know work came and that, that was another thing that my focus was being put on and and I suppose it wasn't as I said it wasn't in mid-January where we sat down and we said look how are you feeling about it all like yeah. myself and Amy and I, I think we were both very content with the decision we made Great. Um, and yeah it, there is times all right, where you look out the window and it's lashing rain and it's, you're, it's you're thinking not Melbourne, like, what, yeah, what do we do yeah. but uh, we don't regret no, it, no, one regret it. Fantastic. One yeah. and I get I guess that that um, conversation that you're referring to be between the group of buddies or the couple or whoever it might be that that needs to happen uh, yeah three or four weeks uh, anything up to maybe six months down the line absolutely to, to absolutely. check in and, and make sure no regret as you yeah, say yeah, or, or 100% yeah. you know that, yeah. that you've landed on your feet again and everyone's yeah. happy and, and the rest of it but uh, yeah I was just wondering that I was that I was I, I I haven't been to Australia as I mentioned, which obviously means I, I didn't do the, the immigration thing. Or yeah, I, know, yeah, I haven't yeah, I haven't yeah. moved and lived, so I always yeah. wondered even with my own buddies or yeah, with, yeah. Our, with our own buddies, the, the next morning after yeah, the, yeah, you know, yeah. the, the first morning where there's no work and, and maybe in your own case no no more sport or you know um, I I always wondered about that and that morning that you wake up put on the kettle is is football on your I know you said that you're drafted into Airog straight away yeah um but is is even on the flight home is is football on the mind um or, yeah or is it has yeah. it taken a lesser no football is definitely on the mind um it, it definitely took a back seat because career and family and because of the position we were in i was a bit uncertain what was going to happen in terms of of everything it was it was on my mind but it was it was it was further back than i i'd imagine some people might think it was uh it was a case of what our priorities and, and career and family and everything was was a priority for us so and then as soon as i landed home and you know you're you're straight back into it all of a sudden you get that that hunger for it again straight away i suppose and uh and it kind of just it went from there really did that help definitely helped definitely settled, helped. Settled back in like didn't really think about it too much um and uh look aerog and cork have both been great in terms of that transition back into to playing football again because I'm certainly rusty. It's it's been a while, like so. Um, but no, it, it it's been great. It's been good, great. man. Good man. And and then did as you mentioned, and maybe I touched on it. The, the general reaction, I suppose, from your own circle, and and from giving your profile, the further, the further field circle, or, or you know, let's, let's maybe the general public and, and the Cork GA circle, even to pull it, pull another quote that you once said something that you may not have thought about before was the aspect. You said that I never thought about was people around Cork that still see the twenty-three-year-old student tied up with CITGA and of course with the All Ireland winners medal from two thousand ten. Your back pocket. Can you talk to us a little bit about that in terms of was there a process of dealing with that? Was it pressure? Was it um, did it come across as negative because Kieran the person needs time to family and friends to settle and and you know was it unwanted and unwelcome pressure or did you relish it and where does that come from yeah. as such you yeah know? I um, I said that off the back of the, the period and you know full well there's a period in your life probably that age 23 to 30 29 30 where you you do a lot of growing up 
and you get some unbelievable experiences in that time and I was getting all these experiences away from everyone back here um, and I was I was quite conscious of, of when I got back that people would still see me in the light that I was back then yeah. um, and I, I, I've, I do now place huge value on the time I spent over there and I suppose you do it like put it simply growing up but you learn all these new things all this uh, get a little bit more sensible um, absolutely yeah you get I, I was lucky enough to get exposure to a lot of different things that I would never have got if I if I stayed here in Ireland and it's funny like I had a, a talk with a couple of people um, and I won't name names but yeah. like they they still see me as that that kid as yeah, such yeah, yeah, um, so I, I've had a little bit of difficulty of adapting to to that side of things in terms of like even when I went to Airog the, the young guys that are there all the older guys are gone and I was I was those guys I before I left. As we've mentioned off air, just getting set up, there's at least one, if not two, generations. Yeah, absolutely. Going through CIT, absolutely. Like, you know, we're out with a good few years on. That, that's a, it's a, it blows my mind. Like 100%. it just feels like we're in there. Hundred percent. You know, even exactly. back your way for six. Because when when you arrived in earlier, right. I was like, yeah. could have been graduation the last time I saw you. Like, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's just seems like you know, it's crazy. But like it's 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 just the case of I suppose the, the real reason I I said it was probably you want people to take you seriously because you're coming home now with all this experience and you want to kind of you want to move forward and utilize what you've learned Absolutely. without people kind of seeing you still as that guy I understand. <laughs> so now I'm, now I'm a different guy um, to a certain extent there's me is still there but you know there's an awful lot of change occurred in that time that it's I was maturing away. too isn't it yeah exactly exactly you know it's growing up and I find that exactly and you even you mentioned uh, when you were messing that you wouldn't mention their names but but the group of buddies like that expect the same here on to come back like uh, again off air just when we were getting set up yeah. i mentioned to you where i tap any time that i meet anyone from college and i uh, not only do i understand it i agree with them i always get the reaction of you know of all people to pursue the career i did and i couldn't agree more with them like i was fucking wasting sight in cit you know what right. i mean yeah, yeah and it's like i don't agree with you there but <laughs> <laughs> you're a gentleman but there's a not a sense of achievement but but it's it's almost nice to hear it. It's yeah. recognition. Absolutely. It's disguised yeah. recognition. Like. It is. Jesus, you know, you of all people. But that means I, I gave it a go and, and I've achieved something, yeah. you know, and I personally, like, when I'm stuck in my own thoughts, uh, whatever, you know, are you proud of you, what you've achieved, you know, everyone has their own standards and their own goals and all that, but um, it's, a, it's, it's, as I say, it's disguised recognition of, it is. of, it of, is. of giving it a go, of success, of achievement. So, like, be it your... your um, kind of very prolific sporting career or myself giving the business a go like it's um, it could be almost it could be almost hard for peers to go Jesus well done you're f- unreal or, or like or even buddies who chanced us just for a better Absolutely, life yeah, like, yeah, 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 I have yeah. a cousin here um, any of my own buddies now or, or the man himself listening will know who I'm talking about um, spent the bonds of 10 years in the UK and, and recently home but fair dues right you know I Came home few like he's been away for his fam- from his family for the ones of ten years. I I couldn't do it like you know it's it's the first level is fair Jews boy that that's a serious going you know what uh, I mean? you and, see and that you see that an awful lot don't you where people yeah. kind of tend to go more so of I'm shocked and you know how did you do that as opposed to go well done <laughs> you know that's great that you've done and, that, and you know? as I say just re- like kind of referring back to my show notes it's it's cool that we kind of naturally just went there because what I hear is that like the idea that you come home. And you you're 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 caught up in what people think like, and particularly with full respect to you for a man who who went to pursue a, a certain career, and that you're back home, 
like it could be as I say it could be a human trait it could be certainly an Irish trait but it's instant negativity like you know I don't know have you experienced much of it or, or what your thoughts on it like yeah I've, I've I'll be honest I've, I've, it's been great since I got home I have seen it in places right um, okay back home I, I see it in Australia you see it everywhere but it's funny like you know you talk about your comfort zone like people it's almost a, you're protecting yourself by saying you know um, or it's it's a way of uh, putting up your shield to say you know bring someone else down to your level as opposed to going well done you know it's great wh- whatever you're doing that you're doing it and people I don't know what the reason is behind it but I think it's more of a, a self-protection thing than actually um, accepting that someone has achieved something great or, or done something fantastic or opened their own gym and, and is getting on it excellent and maybe it's a jealousy maybe it's there's a lot of things going on but if we can get more and more people i think to and particularly in the coaching side of things and you know full well like that the gratitude piece around you know mm. i'm grateful for for the position i'm in i'm grateful for being able to help others or help others or it, or might be like, sim- yeah. it could be so simple as you know making dinner or you know really taking a dog for a walk or whatever it is but um the more we can acknowledge i suppose how grateful we are in, in, in life the better now obviously some people struggle and, and that's understandable too but mm. I think again it comes back to the more more people we talk to the more people you know the support we have of others but just be open to it that's that's kind of my advice to it is just be open to it and kind of you know if someone does something good give them a pat on the back because um, it'll your time will come and yeah, you will want someone else to pat you on the back you know very well said yeah and I just I just I do feel that I think the Irish mentality is quite negative and it, and it can be glass half empty approach. But I think uh, an underlying issue and, and, a, and a cause of some of this stuff, like people are, uh, it's, it's either a case people don't know how to or, they're, or they're, they know how to but are very, very uncomfortable mm. acknowledging, as you said, like just acknowledging goodness or effort or trying or, or success as such. But like, success is one thing like it's the effort it's the trying it's the hard work it's the grind all you know 101 yeah. words to describe it for me that's 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 what should be that's applauded the like yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. value yeah. yeah that's what Kieran did that Jerry didn't do or that's what Jerry did that the next man didn't do you know so like and as you said like as simple as a pat on the back like it goes a long way you know huge, as a, like huge. recognition I, I don't do what I do and I'm sure you don't for it but it's such a, it's so powerful. It's, it's powerful massive. stuff. Like it's a yeah, boost. It's, it it's encouragement to keep going. Good for you, my buddies. Now would be would be good at it, you know. And uh, it it when it's said in in a lot of contexts, it, it's you move on to the match or, or the next yeah. topic. But it it's I suppose for anyone listening, and I always try to do it to, your, to yourself or anyone that I'm talking yeah. to. But it's it's worth saying. Absolutely. And if you yeah. can say it and you'd like to say it, you need to address yeah. and learn how to say it be, yeah. so that you, you can. Couldn't agree you know. more. Yeah, um, yeah, couldn't agree more. That, like anyone listening today, that, uh, we, you know, we, we've thrown out some excellent values and, and advice and stuff and messages, but that would be another one, you know. If, if you're a person who wants to do it and genuinely can't address that like, and learn how to do it, you know what I mean? And if yeah. you can stop choosing not to and, and choose especially they're your buddies and your family and your yeah. colleagues and your friends yeah. you know yeah um and it just should it should be strongly encouraged from all definitely. angles like you know definitely um which is great and then what i was going to say to you kiran and we're now we'll wrap it up soon 
Okay. Um, I know you're a busy man. You touch on it already, but in an overall sense, sport, family, friends, relationship, career, is there any regrets from boarding the plane to landing back in Cork? I don't think so. That's a good place. Yeah. To good answer. Yeah. Um, I think I think if you asked me that question a year and a half ago, I'd have a different answer. All right. Okay. But I, you do this kind of self-reflecting, kind of unknowns yourself a bit. Well, that's what I found that I do anyway. There's there's times where you have a couple of minutes and you think about something, and you kind of make peace with it. I certainly, when I look back now, I don't have any regrets based off everything that I've gone through in terms of it, when everything was going well, it was fantastic. And uh, as you know, everyone wants to be in that position. When things weren't going so well, where things were going really poorly and I was struggling, the next side of that was very, very positive. So a lot of learning was done in that time away. Yeah. And and I can I can comfortably look back now and say there's absolutely no regrets. Um, exactly. I, I do sometimes think, you know, what if? But like, then again, like life, like life throws so many different things at you, and it's how you kind of respond to them is is the only way you're going to move forward. And I'm a firm believer that if you do make a mistake or something doesn't go your way, then you spin that in a positive way and you just keep moving forward because, as I said, you get nowhere standing still. So. And as I always say, like what's meant to be will be. It's a bit cheesy, but uh, my career has proven it time and time again. And I could list off a hundred different reasons. Some sometimes it's down to the daily or the weekly. Like I'm not spiritual or, or religious or yeah. anything, but it's you know what's meant to be will be. Yeah. You just work hard, keep the head down, be a good person, and the rest of it I don't want to get too preach, you know. But no, no, what, I do. like what what you know put what you out mean. there. Yeah. yeah. You need to make mistakes. And, and like as you mentioned, even even on the what the the, the inverted commas, what if question or that mindset or find yourself trapped in that mindset I don't think there's a whole pile of good ever comes from it no because you're talking about the whole idea of what if is it's gone it's out of it's out, it was it's out done. of your control it's, it, it's done and, and you talked about parking certain bits of your life um, earlier and it's might be fair to say that it's a, it's a wasted time going down that route yeah you I, I'm not sure I'm 100% correct, but I, I can't see, if I'm doing it for my own life, I can't see any positive to really stressing the what-if system because um, it's neither here nor there. Yeah, like, you get nowhere, you just end up um, just getting like a if bit you, of if it. you put that energy and emotion and effort into what you can mm. control or change or try or th- the next move, yeah, um, it'll probably serve you a lot better, you know, yeah. which, which is great. Like. Um, and, and on that topic I, I guess given our conversation happy to be home no regrets yeah. well settled in at this stage uh, delighted delighted um, to be back and mm-hmm. what are you doing day to day now at the minute um, so I'm working at the moment with a, a company called A Euro Group um, our side of the business is your executive recruitment um, and recruiting I recruit for the, the construction side of the, the company um, we, we recruit finance IT HR as well it's a, it's a company that's expanding massively and um, we've got offices across Europe which is oh. our kind of biggest kind of USP really that we have 14 offices across Europe so it's a, it's been great since I got in there um, Good. I suppose the, the body of, 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 of me as a person is, is relationships and dealing with people and that's exactly what I'm in this role to do and it's, uh, uh, it's been fantastic it's, um, 
it's it's certainly helped me um, get my feet firmly on the ground back home, um, and uh, I'm I'm really enjoying it, loving loving every minute of it. So, but look, I suppose it's uh, it's all a part of, of the journey. Absolutely, um, yeah, very well said. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Obviously, Cork football is is up and running still at the minute. So, yeah. how's all that going? Yeah, it's going really well. We've uh, glad to be back. Glad to be back. Back in, back in the mix no, it's been great. Look, there's it's a very young group there at the moment. Um, it's just is it just Kerrigan? Is it just one? Kerrigan's the only one from the twenty ten. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, which is scary to think about. Um, and, w- and would you? This is like a fan's question. <laughs> if you don't want but uh, from a, like, would you? Uh, particularly when you're, well, you're still away in Melbourne is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Would you have followed up the ins and outs of the squad and the team? Yeah, and yeah, the, and the, oh, yeah. And um, even where Erog and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like as you, as you say, the passion for the football. And yeah, absolutely. Easily. Amy would be complaining because they'd have the, <laughs> yeah. the laptop on it before four, it. four yeah, in the morning yeah, watching yeah, yeah. in Diego. But no, I, I I couldn't stay away from it. I had to keep an eye on it all the time. So. And tell me. And I, I, I promise we'll wrap it up soon. But do do what happens when you arrive down to training to this new team uh, on the mm. first evening? Like yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure they. Uh, well, uh, I presume they know you. I um I played with a lot of guys that are there um, through like um, the underage kind of ranks and right, okay. even to twenty one level. And there was a, a few guys there as well the year that I left. Okay. Um, that weren't okay. there we'd say in 2010 um, so there, there's, there was a good mix of youth and stuff but as you said like there's no better feeling than going up to guys and introducing yourself and, and just being a part of something again I probably was missing for a while um, but again it's uh, it's one of those surreal feelings like you're in the thick of it training hard back into playing with a round ball again yeah so yeah, a bit yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it doesn't really give you time to, to think when you're in it because it's so intense and it's, it's great um, but it's certainly a, a challenge was it's funny because you know everyone I get I get a lot where you know what's the difference between you know a professional athlete in Carlton in Australia versus you know GA and and like it's it's like GA like you talk about like time time is the big difference because when when you're over your training from we'll say six or seven in the morning to we we'll say four in the afternoon, you have your evenings like you spend your evenings with Amy or you know friends or whatever. Here it's I'm up at half six in the morning. I'm working from from eight thirty to five thirty. I'm going straight to training from five thirty. So I get home about ten thirty, and it's it's a case of that's that's something you you kind of struggle. I I, I struggle with coming back was. I had all this time with Amy and we used to be able to do things you I know, understand together yeah, whereas now I see her probably in the morning for 10 minutes before yeah, I go yeah, yeah. maybe 10 minutes before bed but um, and it's five nights a week and it's full on but you can't uh, you can't beat that intensity of training and, and being you know right. engrossed in something and but it's certainly been a challenge kind of adapting to that to it. you know finding time for yourself or finding time for your family or finding time for because I, I miss out on all that for six years so um, long, yeah. I'm, I'm eager and hungry to kind of spend that time with, with people as well so Excellent. it's very interesting um, that you the way you described it and you described it very well that maybe ironic that it's the professional one allows you plenty free time with yeah family. and and, yeah. and it's i don't think the people GA really think about that has, yeah. has a total pull on your time as you say time of yeah. brilliant answer and very yeah. well descri- very well explained um, again, somebody myself who wouldn't have been in, ever in the GA circles would yeah. have never understood really or yeah. never spoke yeah. about. But it was a very well yeah. answered and, and it would open your eyes to it's it's, it's the professional one. Totally caters for the uh, player. 
Absolutely. And, uh, Jesus, not, not that the GA doesn't or no yeah. negativity towards the GA, but just, yeah, it's time. They want your time, time. whereas you would like to maybe share it with mom and yeah. Amy yeah. and yeah. the buddies. Don't get me wrong, we, you know? we have great fun in, yeah, in the yeah, park yeah. as well, but um, it's like, uh, yeah, I suppose it's it, it's when I see the likes of James Locker, you know, who's, on, mm-hmm. who's with Cork and he's, you know, he has a family and, you know, I put myself in his shoes sometimes and I think, how does it work um, and that, that just a testament to the man you know how passionate he is and testament to his family how, how you know supportive, supportive there yeah. but and, and guys did it when we won the All-Ireland like Graham Canty and, and these lads and a few hours Alan Quirk now uh, like you know these guys who are you know stalwarts of car football they gave so much to car football and particularly then they sacrificed time with family and stuff you know at that time as well so like you, you kind of look back and it's important not to take these things for granted, and uh, yeah, I think I think the GA at the moment, I think the GPA and the GA have you know a lot of a lot of kind of discussing to around you know how they're doing a great job at the moment and how they support players in the player development space. But you know how how can they grow it? How can they provide that support? Um, how can we condense the time where guys get more of a chance to spend time with their family? How do we get that balance right? And it, it's a juggling act. It's it's Absolutely. it's a very tough thing to do, but. Like after spending time with the, the AFL Players Association in like the alumni program, I I was alumni program manager and I kind of looked after guys who were transitioning out of the game, how they dealt with that and how they're feeling about that and I've, I've grown a strong passion for that area and that space as well. So that player development space, I think, you know, you need to, again, we talked about, you know, the off-field stuff, improving your on-field performance. You get that off-field stuff right, your performance goes up and I think... I think the GPA and the GA know that, and I think it's important that you resource it and invest in it the right way now, um, which I think they will. But I think it, I think they need to start getting traction now because it is coming to a point where it's a it's it's a little bit worrying around the time spent in it right, and okay. how you can actually get that balance right because you know guys need need their quality time with family. Yeah, and and you, you, like, you, you hit the nail on the head because I was just going to pull up the idea, bring us right back to close to the start of the conversation. Um, of getting the off-field stuff right if I assume every county board want to win absolutely learn, so if you yeah. look after the welfare and, and everything that comes with it yeah because guys, um, guys guys have so much going on in their lives like even guys that are in college like they have exams and they have you know they have their, their social life and they have mm-hmm. you know their clubs and they have their county and then you know they're being pulled and dragged left right and centre but how do you sit down with a guy and, and plan you know this is your structure this is what your year looks like this is how you need to handle manage your time this is how you Brilliant. need to manage you know your, all your off-field stuff because again that's where the growth comes comes from and, and would in the current setup now with Cork would, would do you feel I, I respect there's different individuals involved etc but do you hold a different role yourself and does management hold a different role for you do, do they approach you you know you were the young buck in 2010, yeah. you know the, the go-to man. Now you have your experience. We've we've talked a lot about about life experience, maturing. Mm-hmm. Like you're literally an older man. Like from your manager's point of view, now it's man to man. There's probably less life coaching done. You know, it's a more grown-up conversation. Yeah, right. Which you like, you were grown up in ten as well. But but you, I'm sure you were very strongly mentored and and maybe. Shadowed a little bit yeah. to, to pro- and protected, yeah. 
um, is it is it is there an obvious sense be it training or your meetings or whatever that that it's a, a man t- you know mm. dare I say it you might be a senior member of of the team at this stage you know yeah. <laughs> sorry about that I feel, I feel, it, I feel that way anyway. <laughs> but is, is that or are, is it is that like to to borrow your phrase is that part and and Kieran Sheen's back utilise him get the most out of him get him moving get him get him starting get him out there yeah like uh, the primary focus is football but. Uh, I certainly think there's an element of, of anything I can bring in terms of, of my experience and, um, and I, I think Ronan's been brilliant in terms of being able to have that conversation with him and um, he's certainly not one of the guys that sees me as the 23 year old right, okay. guy which, which may suit you absolutely um, your and he's been, he's been fantastic you can have an open conversation with him whereas before when I was that 23 year old maybe I would have shied away from a couple of conversations I understand. so um, look I'm learning an awful lot more from from the group from the, the coaching the staff the, the players then I think they will be learning from me but if I can if I can give them some Something bit of, of some leadership or some sort of return return from it then um, I'd, I'd be delighted with that but um, oh, geez, I'm sure you can in an abundance man yeah, we'll see I'm sure <laughs> we'll see um, so I've got three very short questions for yeah. you uh, uh, you mentioned current work yeah um, and we, we wish you very well with that um, any future plans? Um, I suppose I, I when I um I, I worked for two years um in a gym in Australia um in a fitness studio and absolutely loved it. Um, oh, oh, great! Yeah, got you. a got a great kind of buzz off it, good kick off it, and um, it was it was a class based studio and I, I just loved it. I got a great feel for it. And look, I'd love to be involved in in health and fitness in some way down the line. Um, I don't know when that will be, but. My, I guess my primary focus now and will be a Euro recruitment um, yeah, fantastic, and yeah. long long may it live for a long yeah, period yeah, of time for, but yeah, yeah. I think it's something that kind of is in the background and it's a bit of noise yeah. that kind of taps me on yeah, the, the side yeah, of the head yeah, every yeah. now and again around the, 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 the fitness yeah, side of things so healthy, yeah. um, look who knows I'll probably get involved as a kind of a, a side gig somewhere um, just to kind of keep involved and keep in touch with it is, um, is, um, is GAA coaching on the radar? Potentially. At, at, at any level? Yeah, I was, I was a coach at a, a local football club in, in Australia for a couple of years as well and okay. loved that side of it. So yeah, look, I'm passionate about coaching, I'm passionate about health and fitness, so I guess combining that would be, you know, a GA or, or yeah. whatever it might be, but I think it's, I think it's really important, it can't be underestimated is that wellness side of it and, and looking after your kind of your body and I think it's it's huge going forward. I think it's it's a bit of a buzzword going around the moment is that well wellness and you know looking after yeah. yourself but it certainly can't be underestimated and again comes back to performance, probably performance both on the field but performance in your work, in your office and whatever you're doing, but you need to look after your body and your welfare. Um because again you get you get massive growth from from you as a person if you do that and um, i can't can't speak highly enough about the work kind of i did in that space that kind of brought me on as well as a person so Brilliant. fair play to very um, well said excellent last two questions yeah are you proud of your achievements i was just about to say no curveballs <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, these are the two that i didn't tell you about. am i proud of um i guess so yeah yeah i am i am you should be. um there's a there's a, a mix of of luck um, there's a mix of probably uh, hard work, which I probably really only kind of got the grips of after my first year over there. Um, right, okay. Um, in terms of, of my career back in Cork, I was 
I, I, yes, I worked hard, but I look back and I kind of maybe I could have worked harder, harder. But I got to you know a point where I got to represent my county, and, and that was that was a huge achievement for me personally. So and always will be, and I'm certainly proud of that. I'm proud of the fact that I got the opportunity to, to go and play a sport that not many kids in Ireland get to do, um, and a sport that you don't really know going out there. And I ended up playing in in big games in front of big crowds of people I didn't know um, in a different foreign sport and I I certainly look look back on that and say yeah I'm, pr- I'm proud of that moment I'm proud of probably accepting you know that I wasn't good enough when I was delisted um, Is that where your head's at? Yeah I, I, I'm proud of yeah I wasn't I wasn't good enough at that time at that period Are you content with that? I'm content with that yeah because of timing because of where I was at in life because of you know a number of different things but I'm proud I was able to accept that at that time um, because I, I saw it so often where guys were transitioning out of the game, they were delisted and they had hatred for the club, they had mm. hatred for, and they got stuck in that time and they struggled for a long period of time. For a long time afterwards. Um, it's fascinating. So I'm, I'm, I, I guess I'm proud of that, that side of things as well. Um, yeah, no, look, I'm, I'm proud of, of, yeah, you should be of a few different things, but um, I guess the whole thing is um, I've. I have been very lucky, and I mentioned it before, with the people I met along the way, and coaches in Airog, teachers, uh, college friends, coaches with CIT, Cork, Carlton, met my amazing wife, I have the best family. Cool. And so I, I've just been, I've been really blessed with all that kind of stuff. So I'm proud of what I got to achieve, but I'm also very lucky to have had the people in my life that I've had there at, at that time. So, and the classmate that you turned to for your projects as well. Yeah, and that very important classmate. Yeah, yeah. Good mind and of course. what was very interesting about your answer is that, uh, which will lead me to my very last question, is that we, uh, the answer was very, uh, no, I know you mentioned family and friends and, and mm. meeting your amazing wife and all that towards the end of it, but it was very um, sports specific and then career based, which is what I assumed you'd say and yeah. which is the normal answer. So the very last one, you'll kill me for this one, but sport aside, mm-hmm. Kieran, are you proud of Kieran? Yeah. Go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three, go. Um, yeah, I am. Go. I am. Um, I am. I, um, I think we've. Uh, I suppose there's going to be a lot of more challenges to come, but um, I think we've. I say we've because I think it's important to say we've because again, <laughs> sport network. But there's been a lot of challenges along the way, like everyone else. You know, people go through a lot worse, and I always like to, to think with perspective on, on life. And um, I've I've been very lucky. Um, but in terms of the challenges, yeah, look, I'm um, I'm happy to be able to have overcome what I have, and I'm I'm content where 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 I'm at in life at the moment. But again, I'm sure there'll be plenty more challenges I'm moving forward. And plate, yeah. I suppose you have to just take more. Yeah, I love what you said there, but we've it struck a note with me because from day one when I was. Uh, a one man band here you know you can go back and see it in the records and, and social media and stuff but I always said we've mm. like we've added a new class we've added this because like the you know the carpenter was involved my mother was involved the bank manager like they've if, if any if all of those any of any or all of those say no or don't support mm. me or don't help me it doesn't it doesn't happen no no so like and you've your own career would have came across hundreds more than my project here at home and, and work and rest it, but 
your spot on with weave because it's it's coming back um, to gratitude mm-hmm. because any 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 road of success or achievement or effort it, it's weave like it's it a support yeah. system you know yeah. to, to quite cheesily bring it full you bring it all together from, from minute <laughs> yeah. one to the end of the podcast here yeah. nobody does very much alone like nah. you know nah. sole trader that means alone but a sole trader isn't a one man band like no never is team of 10 15 20 50 behind them like you know yeah, business yeah, in exactly. sport you know and, and I'd always actually acknowledge that from, from sports stars or even in your own um, particular what I'm getting to is interviews a, a decent man and a, a decent person and a decent sports star you know if you score the winning point or you, you do whatever very quickly refers back to the team yeah like very quickly I've noticed it down through the years as a, as a GA and a soccer particularly um, supported of those two you know Kieran Sheen gets the winning point but instantly on the radio Kieran Sheen says team effort but the lads were brilliant because the lads got the ball out to me you know yeah. what I mean there's, yeah. Yeah, there's very yeah. little focus on the I or the individual in question and it might come across obvious for a team sport yeah. but as I say to refer back to myself like, and my name's above the door and all that but it's, it's very much a team it is today thankfully because we've grown a super team with me but my point as I mentioned is, and I'm ranting a little bit is that day one when to the, to the untrained eye it looked like a, a one man band it was very much a team yeah, it's huge in market. It's huge, like yeah, you know? yeah. Um, Can't underestimate that, and and absolutely summed it up perfectly there. And like, don't get me wrong, there is times where it, it, I found myself being I, I, I for the simple fact that I needed to to work through it myself. Um, and okay. there is time times where you know you kind of sit back and you kind of go, all right, I have to work through this, and this is how I'm going to get there. Um, now, how I'm going to get there means leaning on. So, so 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 reaching out so that's why that's why it's we and that's why it's weave because don't do it on your own whatever you try to do not do it on your own and think that's going to happen on your own because it won't um and leaning on others is a good thing don't think that you're you're hampering anyone or you're having a negative impact on them always kind of look for help and support because you know at the end of the day you're not going to get there on your own and i think i'm, I'm sure if everyone looked back and reflected on you know where they've got to know they'd have that kind of mentality or that kind of a, a thing as well so yeah it's it's it's, it's a message probably that's come yeah, through an awful lot in so it but um can't be underestimated i suppose it's a brilliant point very well said well look thanks so much that was one of the best conversations i've had in a long time I've loved um it. it was lovely to catch up and uh i wish you well and send amy i don't think i've met amy but yeah. certainly send her my best will, of course and um Thank you very much. Thanks very much, Troy. Appreciate it. I'd just like to send a sincere message of thanks and gratitude to Kieran once again. I appreciate he has a very busy schedule and, and plenty of demands between sport and professional career. Um, but a fantastic, I'm sure you'll agree, a fantastic conversation and podcast full of value and content. A gentleman and a class act. Thank you, Kieran. I'd also like to thank you, the listener. We really hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please feel free to share and tag us if you enjoyed this podcast. As always, you can find us at www.jlynchpt.ie and across all our social media platforms at our handle at Jlynchpt Centre. Until the next one, cheers.